0: Hello, wonderful people. Thank you for joining me on this journey of stepping up to your potential. I'm Sandra Robinson, and I'm a student of self-discovery, freely using pretty much any tool which yields results. I believe that we are the divine exploring itself. And to me, this means I need to take my opportunity to serve that mission to the best of my ability by learning how to use and express as much of my potential as I can. I invite you to learn with me and work on expressing the amazing you that is already inside. True emotional awareness takes courage. (laughs) I mean real courage. There's a huge movement out there aimed at becoming conscious, and I was part of it for many years. Unfortunately, I never really got anywhere with it. I'm going to go out on a major limb here by confessing that I was frustrated by platitudes and positive affirmations. They just didn't help me get to where I wanted to go. They didn't move me forward and they didn't encourage me to step up. For years, I remained ineffective, unproductive, and unchallenged. The truly sad part was that while I felt frustration, I also had no idea how to fix this. While this frustration was going on, there was also a huge part of me that didn't want to feel uncomfortable. I've said before that I wanted to be conscious, not that I wanted to be aware. I've encountered this idea a whole lot, especially in the spiritual end of the personal development pool. I had this idea that if it was hard, it wasn't meant to be. That gave me permission to avoid anything hard. That gave me permission to remain stuck in my own mud, metaphorically flailing around as if this flailing was progress and yet being frustrated because I also deep down recognized the stuckness. The Story Through a friend, I got my hands on some genuinely good quality professional development tools. In the following years, I've learned that the professional development sphere more often focuses on results, while the personal development sphere focuses on feelings. While I may be a water sign, my Mars and earthy Capricorn rules my chart. And results-driven approaches, it turns out, really speaks to me. As I've heard from my architect sibling and my many engineering friends, the bridge doesn't care how you feel about it. It either stands or it falls. That's now my yardstick for anything I start to work with. Will this approach yield results, in which case the bridge will stand? Or am I just wasting time to make me feel good, in which case the bridge will fall? That first professional development tool was a values assessment. It came with a stack of cards with different values printed on them, like safety, adventure, companionship, etc. The assignment was to rank them all from one, most important, to three, not important. Once finished with that first pass, I had to go through all the ones that I had ranked as most important and then again sort them one through three. I was to keep doing this until I had no more than five which were ranked as most important. What had me a bit shocked was how difficult this exercise proved to be. What about this was difficult? Because actually ranking my values required that I be aware of my true value system. See, the first time I did the exercise, my values pile was full of shoulds. The things I wanted to be valuable to me, but deep down, they weren't. Interestingly, the very exercise began a slow cascade of awareness, which started with a sense of wrong, when I looked at the values on the cards in the most important pile, if they were not genuine. In an unintentional flash of insight, I switched from asking the question, why isn't this right, to what is wrong about this? That simple switch of questions opened a door, and what tumbled out had me shocked, upset, angry, and feeling more than a little betrayed by myself here i had spent over 20 years actively striving for consciousness but getting nowhere and yet one tiny shift in questions allowed me to understand more about myself in mere minutes wth this simple question led me into a personal dark night which systematically unraveled everything i thought i knew about myself the emotional blender period that i spoke about earlier now, I've been a longtime listener of Robert Ohado, and he's the first person I heard use the phrase dark night of the ego, a term I've since adopted. It was during this phase that I think my soul was relieved that I, the ego self, was finally getting somewhere. The soul was completely undisturbed by the five-plus-year process of unmaking. The ego, however, was a basket case. What I ended up being truly surprised by was how absolutely much courage and mental fortitude it took to actually face myself, to truly see myself with as much honesty as I was and am capable of. In truth, it was brutal. I'll not sugarcoat it. But the end result wow, the end result is a level of emotional maturity that is very desperately needed right now. The point. I want to congratulate and encourage everyone who wants to step up, who wants to take ownership of themselves and their lives to whatever degree you are capable of or want to take. A core piece of that stepping up is actually understanding what you have to work with, how to work with it, and then where to take it. All of this is built on emotional awareness, both of yourself and ultimately of those around you. See, when I learned how to see myself more clearly, that is when I realized that I hadn't been seeing anyone else clearly either. I was unknowingly trapped in the hall of mirrors, seeing warped reflections of myself until the moment I realized, wait, that's me. It takes a high level of courage to own some of the darkest and lightest parts of ourselves. Genuine courage. It's terrifying to realize that everything I hated and loved about that other thing were actually disowned aspects of myself. It's intimidating to realize our power because power should come with responsibility to act. I am so deliberately refraining from saying that Spider-Man line. And that means I can no longer ignore things. I'm not sure if having developed an observer self was critical for this process, but I will say that for me, it seriously helped keep me grounded and put a limit on the guilt, shame, and self-judgment that was starting to kick in with every new realization. My own observer self provided at least some ability to see myself objectively. A person intent on judging themselves will never have the courage to own their darkness or their light. Whether you want to take your journey into true self-knowledge or not, that's entirely up to you. I applaud and encourage you regardless. Every step up is a major move, especially if the upward trajectory is new. Everything new takes courage because it opens doors and what lies beyond is unknown. Humans are terrified of the unknown. We'd usually rather live in misery than face that. Please believe in yourself. Know that you would not be inspired in any way to step up, to move forward if you truly didn't have it in you. This was a prodding from my soul to step into potentials that I had all along if only I chose them. It's worth choosing them. I did not want to get to the end of my life and realize I lived small there will be learning, there will be falling down, there will be bruises. But that's okay. You have the courage to get back up and keep moving. I know you do. Onward. I hope you found value in today's episode. You could really help me out by liking and subscribing. The more likes and subscribes it gets, the more the inspiration of stepping up to your potential spreads. This podcast is available through iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and many other platforms. I also post a copy on YouTube, and each episode is transcribed and available in print format on my website at steppinguptoyourpotential.com. Until next time, always remember to keep stepping up. You got this.